Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's Reality Bites. Every episode on the Believe Podcast Network, I sit down and talk about what most people are forced to watch by a loved one multiple times a week in this great country of ours, reality television. Most people pretend not to like it or admit that they watch it, but I force them to talk about it on Reality Bites. I'm Rob Evers, your sports-loving, beer-chugging, girl-chasing host who just happens to be obsessed with reality TV. Today, my guests are Alexis Jones-Boswell and Megan Barry. Hi, girls. How you Hi, doing? Hi, yeah. Thank you for, so much for doing this, by the way. I'm really, really excited about this, uh, Same. this episode. Uh, Alexis, you are the director of casting and talent at All Three Media. Yes, I am. Which is one of the biggest reality TV production companies in the world. It's a very large company. We are UK-based. We have an American office. We right. have 12 production companies in-house. Okay, so you guys are like uh, uh, like a bigger what? house that houses smaller production companies. Correct. It's like a hub. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's great. And you are also uh, the director of casting and talent, so you worked on shows such as The Circle, Undercover Boss, Dating No Filter, Chrisley Knows Best, The People's Couch, and The Real World, one of the original best reality TV shows of all time, the real world. Of all time. Yeah. And then Megan, hello. Hello. How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. So you're a casting director for reality TV, and you've worked on Big Brother, Top Chef, Project Runway, 24 Hours to Hell and Back, and Dating No Filter, and one of my favorites, Catfish. Yeah, that was that was interesting. It, yeah. was, it was fun, but hard. Working on Catfish? Yes. I have so many questions for both of you. This is so exciting. I'm so excited. I know I've told you this before when I came when we when I first came in, but I'm so excited for this episode because usually what I do is I find like um, uh, an episode of like The Bachelor or you know Big Brother or something, and we'll talk about the cast and all that other stuff, and we'll kind of just talk about what everybody else is watching uh, throughout America, and then just give our opinions about it, whoever my guest is. But this is the first time that we're doing behind the scenes. BTS hashtag BTS, not the boy band from Asia, nice or though. PTSD. Yeah, something. I just fig- I just found out what I I I L Y stands for. Is that I love I you? I love you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like acronyms one hundred and one. I think people would, people would be like I, they'd text that to somebody and I'd be like, who the fuck's Lily? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm pretty bad at all that shit. Same. All that other stuff. I'm the stuff. worst. This Lily, is, but, but, isn't it an I? I, I don't know. But it, it looks like a capital I and then a little, um, like, or yes. a capital no, L, a little sense. I. Yeah, it makes yeah. sense. Again, yeah. yeah, there's still so many that I don't even understand, but I pretend to, to know. And then I Google them on the And then side. you Google them, right. Yeah, because yeah, people don't even talk. Anyway. We're old. Well, you guys are dealing with a lot of kids in the casting world, right? You don't, very oh. rarely do you cast anybody above the age of 30. I mean, it depends. depends what show it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that's a good thing to know. Yeah. But let's talk about where you guys come from and where, like, it all started and how you even got into this. Because this is, I'm like, like I said, I'm really excited. Alexis, you're you're a producer. So right? I am. I mean, I'm a. I don't know. I'm a lot of things. I'm a Jane of all trades. Okay. Um. No, I kind of I started out in casting as a casting producer, and then I, at all three. Six years ago. Right. Um, and I haven't left. What's so, the difference between a casting producer and casting director? Because I well, hear that a lot. It's basically the same. I mean, it's... Casting director, a lot of times, oversees 
all the producers of, and the associates. Right, right. You're like so, the lead of the show. Right. Okay. So you're like the lead that everybody kind of reports to. So like so, a casting director will go to if somebody if you guys are going to like other towns or whatnot, right? You're like you're going to Philadelphia to cast something. The producers, the producers would do that. Producers go. The yeah. Producers go. Okay. So you don't. So, but like you guys have associates that will go do like all yeah. the the like minimal work and then bring people to you and be like, what do you think about this person? And then that's when you start doing the real process. The with producers them? do the the associates a lot of times like find them, then give them to the producers to do the interviews. And then once the interviews are done, kind of the director watches, looks over everything. And gotcha. And that's like on a case by case basis. So like basically every show is different. Yeah. So and the way that it all works, for instance, at my company, okay. um, I not that I own this company, the company, <laughs> Your company. My, at my company, no, the company Alexis I work for. Alexis Jones Boswell now owns all three <laughs> media. You heard it here first, people. Breaking news! Congratulations! <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, guys. congrats. I mean, kind of a big deal, you know. Um, so when I started, I was actually in production. So I, I started out working as a PA, right, on Cupcake Wars. Oh, which was like I the best. Shit. I yeah. was, I was, and I was working kind of as a talent wrangler. So that, like, that's like at the very the very entry level of casting, um, working with talent, managing them, making sure they're getting from point A to point B, um, keeping them calm, keeping them hydrated, all those things. So, so you're saying like, um, let's take, uh, sorry, there's a very loud motorcycle going by. Welcome to Hollywood. Right. Um, but let's say that like somebody's uh, in the running for Amazing Race or Survivor. Right. Right. Now, we all know that you go to a certain point and then you get sequestered. Yes. Right? In a yes. hotel. Right, in, in a, a hotel, hotel room. And a talent wrangler is managing them while they're inside the hotel room. Right. Making sure they go to they the producers. They see each other, right. that they're going to the right auditions at the right time for shoots and stuff like that. Takes them to the gym, yeah. gives them food, yeah. like gets them out of their room. Basically does everything like except for like... Wipe their ass. Yeah. So like would you guys... So say I was going to be on Survivor. Mm-hmm. You obviously... Don't you? Sh- you're not sequestered too. Um, so like, sort of. you stay, say. You like, stay with them. in the hotel. But but would you two be like on I, double duty? I have done it before in the past. I don't. I don't do that now. Yeah, I love it. Neither Finals one weeks of us. are my favorite things in the world. I wish I no. But what I'm saying is like, would because Alexis, you would probably have to go home at some point or or go to sleep. Well, you go to sleep. Yeah, right. You go but to sleep. then but then like, what if I'm like, oh, there's fuck an it, overnight. There's yeah. an overnight person. That's what I'm saying. So that's yeah. like a. There's two people that would basically be tag teaming. That sounds inappropriate. <laughs> just the perks. Just the perks of reality TV. The casting couch. Oh, that's good. The casting couch comes into play. No, um, no, but there's two people that will basically take care of someone. One person or a few people on the cast. That's kind of the entry level of casting. And then you become an associate. An associate, like Meg said, does a lot of the research. They find a lot of the people. They do a lot of the outreach, which is how we kind of find. And we'll tell you more about that in a little bit. Right. Teaser. Yes. Stay tuned. Yes. Um, then a producer will come in, interview, and do the actual Skype or in-person audition. And then if there is a casting director on the project, which sometimes there are, sometimes they're not, the casting director will basically decide who's going to be going through to the network. Ah, got it. So it's a lot of moving parts. Yeah. Right. With the so, editor doing all that stuff. Yeah. You editor guys have, have to do all the, the editing story. and stuff, right? Yes. We don't personally, I don't personally, I don't edit. Right. But we sit with the editors and like figure out the story and see like all that kind of stuff. So you, so you are. So back to what I do. Right. <laughs> yeah. 
Besides That's own a minute. the company. So besides that I own for. one of the biggest yeah. company yeah. production uh, companies no. in the world. So I, I got in as a producer and I was working solely on freelance shows. That's how also it works. We're all freelancers. Okay. Um, and they ended up keeping me on board and making me a staff position where I basically oversee all of the casting teams for all of the opcos that we have internally. She's so, my boss when I work there. Yeah. Oh, wow. I, okay. Yeah. I am sort of her boss. I'm also She more owns the company. We've exactly. established this. You're everybody's boss. my boss. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I oversee all of them. And in turn, I kind of also manage more of the creative side of things. Okay. So I get to watch edits. I get to help the casting director if there's one. Myself and... Rich Least, who is our VP of casting, he's my boss. He and I basically kind of go through things and make decisions to go on to the network. So it works a little differently in-house. Got it. Um, but when you're working like show to show, it's different. You have yeah. a different different team. You Which is team. what you do. I'm yes. freelance. Okay. She's freelance. So you're freelance. So yeah. you'll work on Big Brother, right? And then I'll move on to Super Nanny. And right. then I'm, you know, like, yeah, it's... Uh, and you're all over hard. the place. So there's not like a specific, you're not like, I'm really good at casting 600 pound women. Exactly. You know what I mean? For That's TLC, really you have right? To, it's really hard. You have to be like be able move. to know how to do everything. Yeah. Right. Right. So what shows are you guys watching now? What shows, what reality shows are you guys involved in? Like not, not working on, but like when you're like kicking up your feet and you're like, I'm going to watch some crazy people today. What do you, what are your shows that you watch? Do you watch any? I watch, I mean, I'm a huge, like, Secret Southern Charm fan. Oh, um, love Southern Charm. I love that yeah. show. I always um, I say on every one of my podcasts, so Andy good. Cohen can do no wrong. Yeah, you know, of I, course. I love it's all so of good. Shows. I, I love you know I love the Housewives obviously franchise. Mm -hmm. Beverly Hills is probably my favorite. I'm, New York is a close second. New York's coming back soon. I know. We're excited, We're excited about that. <laughs> um, I watch Vanderpump Rules. Right. Um, mm, that's my favorite. Yeah. Vanderpump's your favorite. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, well, I mean, you've we've been with those people for eight years now, eight seasons, yeah. so it's like hard not to get attached. It seemed with the Real Housewives, right? right? All those people. I'm I'm like everything. This is why I have this because yeah. like I have a shirt that says "No Soggy Bottoms," and that's you know the Great British Baking Show. That's yes. my ringtone. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. And then I love you know Cupcake Wars, like yeah. you said. Top Chef is one of my. I'm I get so fun. excited about Top Chef when I when we do that, you know. Yeah. But I watch everything, so it's interesting to see what what do you watch? Just Vanderpump, and that's it. No, I watch like a lot of yeah. a lot of stuff. I, I mean, it's everywhere yeah. on television. You can't avoid it. You know, Chopped is on. What was that Kids Kitchen? What's the one with the kids? The kids Chopped. I love. Yeah, that yeah, one. yeah. That one's good on the Food Master, Network. Yeah. Kids Master Chef. Kids, kids Master. Yeah, Master Chef. I think that was actually one of our shows. Really? I don't remember. Okay, so let me ask you, Alexis. Take me take us through like what it's like. So I come in with an idea. Mm-hmm. And I, how, so then what happens? So basically, we are, our CEO, our actual CEO, right. um, tells us and, and gives us the directive of trying to bring in new talent. And that could be anywhere from someone that we find on Instagram to someone that has a show idea like you. Right. Um, you and I have had this conversation in the past. Right. Um, and I would then bring that person in for a meeting and we would listen to their pitch, basically. What their idea for the show is, see if there's anything out there like it, see if there's anything that's been done like that before, um, try to guide in the right direction of how you could get it sold. And then we would partner you with one of our production companies if we thought it was a good fit for all three. So I would kind of be like a little bit of a network, a, a, a door opener in some senses, to introduce you to someone that could actually take the reins and produce the show with you side by side. Right. Um, and that could be anywhere from someone that you think is an amazing piece of talent 
a one person individually or an idea concept, like something that you would actually go in and sell to a Netflix or right. to a Hulu or to a Disney Plus. We had a we had a concept that was good. Yeah, great concept. Um, but it was based on the cast. Right, exactly. You know what I mean? So when the cast kind of yeah. was taken, yeah. you know what I mean? Which we still, hopefully, that fell through, and then hey, we can come back to them. There's always an end date on a contract. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. But so, but but that was the thing. We sat down with you, and then we were like, this is the concept. Based on these people, yeah. we would love to have you move forward. And then those people fell through, and then the whole thing kind of Absolutely. has been put on hold for a long time. But So then you take that, and then you take the cast, and then you have meetings with them, you put them with a the production, and then it's kind of just... It just all kind of goes, then you yeah. start casting it. I kind of like relinquish control at that point. I've, I've made the introduction and then the head of a production company and their team, their development team will then work with you to develop out the concept. Right. And then they also have the reputation and also the connections to the networks. I have connections to the networks, but it's much more um, profitable and easier for y'all to go in with someone that has a really good relationship with a Netflix or a Hulu and has been already done shows with them. Yeah, because you've worked on almost every show. I mean, every network that has like is known for reality TV. Now Netflix is getting known for it. I heard fucking Andy Cohen, when I say he couldn't do no wrong, he, I was so excited to watch. Sorry, I'm going to crack my truly. Absolutely. Delish. Truly the best. So good. Um, But uh, when I, I was mad at Andy Cohen because I really was like psyched to watch The Circle and then he had somebody on it like as his bartender, you know how he has watched What Happens Live. Yeah. Yes, and, and he's like, "And you, you won!" Yes. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So the circle is one of our shows. Yeah, I know. And it was probably one of the coolest shows that I've gotten to work on, um, mainly because it was so different. And we worked with our counterparts in the UK. I mean, the, sh- the show is actually a UK format. Well, aren't most? I mean, Mark Good Burnett, shows. right? Mark Burnett is for people who don't know Mark Burnett. He's like the godfather of reality TV yeah. in America. Yeah. He basically took Survivor. He yeah. took um, he didn't do Amazing Race. That was um the other German guy. Um but he did he's done a lot of really big Did he do Once and Be a Millionaire? He he did, he did like a lot of reality so. competition shows yeah. and a lot of reality shows and he brought what he did was he just said, "Oh wait, nobody in America watches British TV." Right. So I'm just going to take these concepts and bring them over to America. Yeah. It's just like scripted. I mean, every British show that I watch on Netflix is unbelievable. Is Big Brother scripted. his? Is Big Brother Mark Burnett? I don't think so. No? I don't know who that is. I don't know who that I is either. I don't think it is. He's, but he's like, he's like the, the man of all of all reality TV. Um, yeah. Uh, but the, yeah, that's a smart thing. And all three media is British, obviously. So it's almost like, in a way, British ideas and British idea people are the ones that kind of like run the whole industry out here. Yeah. yeah. So if, he did Beach Shazam, Shark Tank, Survivor, The Voice, um, and The World's Best. Oh, really? He also w- worked on The Apprentice. Yeah, The Apprentice was his. Yep. That was are you that smarter was, than a fifth grader? That's what it was. It was The Apprentice and Survivor that came over around the same time. Right. And then he was like, wait, everybody's like, Jesus, this is him again? Yeah, he's the godfather, basically. Yeah, he's the godfather of all of all American reality TV. Yeah. So that's awesome. So then you take that and you and you make it. And, yeah, and- but to your point of when you found out who the winner of the circle was, I mean, so we had to keep that on such, like, under such wraps. So not only was the casting so intense because we were going back and forth with the UK to work to pick out the perfect 
people that are right. going to be living be- in this Because it's apartment. Netflix, so yeah. it's not just American people. Right. It's like anybody around the world can stream this one yes. show. Yes, yes. So and it's not like Big Brother UK, which yeah. is different than Big Brother USA, which is Big Brother Canada, which is right. different than America's Good Next Top Model, totally. South Africa. 100%. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, 100%. So this, it was, we had big shoes to fill from the UK version, and the US, I think, blew it out of the water, which was amazing for us, um, especially for our casting department, because we were behind that. Right. Um, but I will say that it was also really interesting, because you saw Netflix do something different with a reality show a reality competition that then was released in multiple episodes um which fans were freaking out about because it wasn't this oh everything's going to be released in one season like netflix normally does right so then we had and i'm not kidding you this so is, it I mean, was it was released one episode at a time no it was released like three episodes yes, oh, okay that's so you can binge three but then four. you had to stop you so had it's stop like, so like, you it's got like, a taste right so it's like before where they'd be like here's a taste of the, here's a crumb of the cookie we're going to yeah. give you a little crumb each point to other times where people are like, here's the whole cookie, yeah, eat it, whatever exactly. you yeah. want. Now it's like, we're going to give you three bites at a time. Then you got to come back. Right. And then the fanatics came out, right? Okay. So it was just, and it became insane. And one of my actual jobs was to monitor fake Facebook groups, fake Instagram pages of people that were saying they were actually Netflix as the circle. And all of these people were like, just chomping at the bit to talk about what was happening which kind of also played into the fact that this was such a social media-driven game. Wow. So it was really cool to kind of see that evolution. And then at the end, people all watched the finale, and some, like you, didn't get to. And I had, I had that it was last blown. episode left. That is it. It was and blown. And then he was the bartender, and I was like, bullshit. Well, there's no reason I for was me to watch so that pissed. now. Yeah. yeah. We should write letters. You should write letters. We should write letters. I mean, it should be a thing I'm where you'd sh- be like, like, and he's, he's, <laughs> he's like, he's, it's not like he's just like on, you know, he's not, um, what's his nuts? The, uh, Anderson Cooper, who's yeah. just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, this is his life. He knows reality TV. He knows about spoilers. He yeah. knows about all that yeah. other shit. Yeah. He'd be pissed if this happened to him. If he, he was a Bravo show uh. and he like. Or at least do it two months from now where you gave people enough time exactly. to even know. Because it came out, what, in January, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah, It's the middle of February. January 1st was the first. It's the middle of February. Yeah, it was nuts. So anyway, I'm, we're pissed about him. But so, okay, that's so. <laughs> that's awesome. So that's that's how that happens. And then that's when you come on, right? So yeah. then she'll have shows that she greenlit and then she gives it a production company. Do you recommend Meg? I mean, I always recommend Meg. I, know, I would but... love, I would love for Meg to be working by my side at any second of any day. That Meg would is be great. Meg is one of my best friends. On top of working together, right. she also is the reason why I know my husband. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Aww. she was a bridesmaid at my wedding. Yeah. Meg is also kind of the unofficial mayor of West Hollywood. Yeah, she's a dream. Your dream. Well, You're as a dream. oh, okay. This is. Should I leave? She's trying this to find me great. a husband. This is, I am. This was. This is what. Uh, this is guys, what we're doing. Guys, this DM me. Seriously. DM me at Forever's Evers yeah. if, if you want to meet Meg. She Meg. Is, Meg is magic. She's yeah. <laughs> she's my magic Meg. She's single. She's looking. You um, can find her at Barney's on a Sunday night if you want. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> she was probably. there. We were there last night. Um, but. Meg is someone that would come in and mainly I am not, you know, the the people that are responsible for greenlighting a show are going to be the networks. And once that happens, it's either in a pilot stage or a series. Sometimes it's even a presentation where we're trying to kind of come up with like a proof of concept. Meg would come in and she would work as a producer and she would produce the shit out of it. Basically, she would find, she would help to find the people. She would then 
meet the people. And one of the shows that's probably my all-time favorites that Meg and I worked on together was Dating No Filter. And yeah, I, tell me about that show because out of the list that you both gave me, you both had that on it. Yeah. And as a reality TV show whore, I have Didn't never it. seen it or heard of it, you know? It was on E. Um, oh, that might be why. I don't watch E. Yeah. No. Well, it was actually a really fun show. It was a it, super, it was super amazing. Best interviews. It was just so much fun because it was quick, just easy. There, It's 30-minute dating shows. Two different dates are on in one episode. Um, so it's just like young 20-somethings in L.A. just – going on dates so like the interviews are very easy so it's kind of like is it was it like blind date it was just like blind date okay it just like blind date all right um but usually i'm working on shows that are like heavy that yeah. like yeah you know you have to take in a lot there's a lot of like dark stuff that goes on in people's lives that but so what this was just like fun and talk about sex and talk I about mean, like, like legit she was outside of my I'm surprised of my he, office being like so what's your favorite sex position oh my god I'm like, surprised that E did that because you have a, giant balls tell me about those like, I mean these are the questions that she was asking I was like what is happening well that's gotta be Sorry, fun go too ahead. no 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 I'm, I'm, uh, this is the stuff that I'm interested in because you guys have to E's, E's very Weird because like I'm starting to realize where everything belongs as far as networks go. Do you know what I mean? When I was pitching our show, yeah. right, that I was realizing like, okay, we can't do Bravo because well, we can do Bravo because it has. Sorry, there's a dog here. No, that's little Tank. He's amazing. He's so cute. Look at old face. Um, but Bravo is like they want you. You want you're better than right. So people tune in because they're like, oh, this is how that side of life lives. Yep. But they also have their own issues. Yep. E was very. Um, you have to be a celebrity. Right. Yes. Right? And you have to have a celebrity involved. So would you have celebrities on that show, no. Dating No Filter? No. I um, mean, probably, we probably could have done like a celebrity edition. I could That have. I would watch. Yeah, we could yeah. I would watch that. I want to I see have, how like, celebrities are dating in Hollywood. I mean, I watch it all the time. But if you have two egos going at each other. Oh, how, yeah. Would have been great. And Meg knows how big his balls are. Yeah, exactly. Giant. They're usually giant. That's the story. <laughs> okay, well, so this brings me to my next point. You guys have worked on some of the best shows but so when I and I Andy and I've talked about this I've talked about this multiple times on on my podcast which is I worked at Saddle Ranch in the late 90s early 2000s right right and Saddle Ranch is a you know obviously for people who don't know but Saddle Ranch is a bar on Sunset Boulevard it's a very touristy there's a bull you can ride there's big drinks it's very there's yeehaw cotton there's cotton candy it's a very touristy yes country western bar spot yeah right now in the late uh, 90, 90s, early 2000s, it was like if you were on re a reality show you and then the reality show was over, you got dropped off at the Saddle Ranch to become a, a, bar, a bartender or a waiter. Right, right? exactly. Right. I used to love going just to see that. And the main people that were there were real world and road rule people. Yeah. Right. Right? And these people were fucking insane. Yeah. And I, used to, I became friends with all of them. Yeah. All of them. I'm because drawn. we worked with all of them. Yeah. I dated a few, you know? And... I remember being drunk with like Adam and you know Blair and Adam. Adam Larson and then like Trishel and Katie yes. and all of them and I Trishel was one of my favorites. She I love Trishel. I still talk to Trishel today, you know. Um but like these people were, you know, very forthcoming with stuff and they would tell me about the casting process. And and now I don't know if this is still a truth right now, but so all right, so I need you guys to like help me real? with this myth. What's up? I heard, and even till today with like The Bachelor, K 
catfish, mm-hmm. right? Which I really want to get into, but we're talking about real world and road rules right now. But I heard that the crazier you are, okay, this is what, so this is what they told me. <laughs> this is what they told me. Tank, these are my cowboy boots. I know. Right. Oh. We're, his, so, his father's coming to get him. No, that's fine. No, Tank. Look at his father. Oh, 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 thank you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Um. I just, I just texted him. I was like, "Come grab him right now." I, I thought you were fixing your shoe or something. Yeah, I didn't know oh, what was no. happening. I knew it's, it was the dog. It's the leather. He I knew it was the dog. He does. He's a Texas dog, right there. He's a Texas dog. He's like, I'm gonna eat these. Yeah. I wear cowboy boots, people. I wear cowboy boots. They're my outdoor slippers, and I love them. <laughs> um, so this is what they told me. They said that there's a you have to give a psych test, right? Yeah. You have to oh do, yeah. You have to do a lot of tests. Oh. A hundred percent. You have to give is a to psych do that test. test. I want to know if I'm truly crazy. You are definitely I, you've not never, crazy. You're not no, crazy. and I want to really badly. Well, and you that's yeah, it's it, it's really expensive. it's expensive. Okay, so it's really expensive this to is, do this. this we have to test everyone. That's another part of my job. Right, you have to test everyone. We have to test yeah. them sexually, right? Especially Big it Brother. Depends on if it's, if it's a, a house show. If you're right. laying together, if you're laying in a bed potentially at any point, then there needs to be STD testing. Right, and I that's. Usually now in Hollywood, you can be like, "Give me the reality show test." Do yes. you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, and the doctors would be like, "Oh, you want the full panel? Yes. Like, give me the full panel." Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. When I did a show, so I cast it, and then I went in, and I was the cast manager, so I was in with them and everything. Part of my job was giving out herpes medication. Oh my god! Yeah, like that was every day. I'd have to go and give them their Valtrex. Oh yeah. my god! It's, yeah. I mean, our job is. Probably one of the most interesting <laughs> jobs right. on yeah. the planet. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every day like, is different. Getting you people talk drunk about, and giving herpes yeah, medicine. Yeah. You're about like, I've had to like dismiss warrants for people, like go to a courthouse to get a warrant dismissed so that they could travel the next day. I've had to it's I'm I mean I've had stripper to, pole yeah. in one of my boss's houses. Like, for the real world explosion. I when the exes came in that first the first basically season that real world world had done in a while that was totally different. Right. I was the person that was calling and convincing the exes to come on. Oh my god, what was that like? It was insane. I so was did, like having and I'm, they're all in my phone, they're texting me. I mean, you just So did did the people that were on the show did they let I mean, they obviously so when you get cast, you have to is it secret that they're on real world filming? The exes didn't, didn't know. They didn't know. So no. you would call me like, "Hi, my name's Alexis." Yeah, uh, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, "So wor- I'm, you know, I'm working with your ex boyfriend, and you know, I just wanted to kind of talk to you a little bit about the relationship and get an understanding as to what happened and why." And then they open up to us. I mean, that's another that's, thing. People tell you everything. You, we know all secrets about every person that we've ever probably cast on a show. Yeah. People are so willing to, and that's another thing that I kind of, I mean, it, it makes us sound like we're sociopaths, but we're not. Maybe. I mean, maybe, maybe. we are a little bit. Maybe we have like sociopathic tendencies. We're very much manipulators, but we're able to like really talk to people to get them to trust us to basically do what we want them to do. People think I care about them. Really? Like I, <laughs> this is my job. <laughs> paid for this. <laughs> I mean, there are some people, I will say, there sure. are certain shows, I think that the hard, in a, in a the hard shows, the, you know, Catfish, not so much, Dating No Filter, not so much, but, you know. I'm on Super Nanny right now. Yeah, you become it, invested in their story yeah, and their Super success. Nanny's a whole different thing, right? Right. My 600 pound life, I did something very similar to that show. Oh, that and was these, hard for you. It was so hard. I ended up getting shingles. Yeah, you did. That was awful. Yikes. I was so stressed and it was so overwhelming, but it was, 
And it was it was so hard because I was talking to these people and they were telling me all of their deepest, darkest secrets and they were showing me their bodies. Ugh. And they were I can't so, even watch that show. That stuff I can't. It was so hard. Pimple Popper I can't watch. I can't do like, it. Oh, I love Pimple oh, Popper. Oh, no. Of course, do. Of course I do. That's <laughs> another illegal thing. You should not be allowed to have a commercial in the middle of my meal that I'm not expecting. <laughs> I agree. For that fucking show. It's the grossest. It should, they should have a disclaimer before the commercial comes <laughs> uh, on. I love it. My mom and I shit. send them to each other all the time. Oh, Never send that to literally, me. Literally, my mom and I would be sitting there over Christmas just watching TV and all of a sudden, like, because I love Little People Big World. That's one of my favorite. I love yeah. TLC counting yes. on i'm still a counting on fan yeah. like still love all that shit but then all of a sudden pimple popper lady would come up and there'd be some dude with a big thing on his head i'd be like why yes. they shouldn't be allowed to just no. not you like that but think about it i mean once they remove that cyst his life changes forever i don't oh, okay. care about him all right. his cyst. wait all right. can i just a little people big world thing what i you better not ruin shit for me no it's that show's over no it's not it's coming back right now oh well i don't know this was like eight years ago okay so, like, of course, we live here, see celebrities, whatever. That's right. just our life. Right. Um, but I was on another show, uh, like a wrestling show, Tough Enough, and mm. which is my favorite. And uh, we, one of our episodes was they, the wrestlers did a, uh, did a basketball game against the little people, the U.S. little people basketball team. And the... Go ahead. What's the sun? What's... Zach? Zach, yeah. Zach was on the team. Yeah, he and was. It was literally the most starstruck I've been by anyone. I, I was so excited. I went up to him and I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited to meet you. And he, I was like, do you want some food? I had to like give him lunch and I was like dying. Over I did Zach the same thing. Off. The exact same thing. I was I was going to a commercial audition on like Bever- on, uh, Beverly. Uh, there used to be a commercial casting place right by where like Beverly turns into Beverly Hills right yep. around there um, by Cedar sinai and I was walking my dog before he was in my car before the thing, and Jeremy Roloff fucking walks out. And I was like, <laughs> and like, I can see Robert De Niro and be like, all right, that's Robert De Niro. That's yeah. really cool, but that's Robert De Niro, whatever. And exactly. I was like, hey, Jeremy. <laughs> and he's like, hi. His voice goes up higher because yeah. he's smaller. Because like, he's so little, so tiny. Yeah. I was like, how you like it? No, Jeremy's the, the, the oh, normal the, size. Oh, yeah. He's the normal size. Yeah. Yeah, he's the he normal is. size guy. And I was like, how's everything going? You enjoying Los Angeles? It's so nice to see you. You're so nervous. And then he was like, he's like, yeah, it's fun here, man. And I'm like, cool. I'm like, tell Zach happy wedding. <laughs> And then I like went back in my car and drove off. Tell Zach happy wedding. What do you think this guy's gonna say? Some random dude I met on the street said happy happy wedding. wedding. Yeah, it was that was how I was, and it's the weirdest thing. Like I want to buy Roll Off Farm. I'm I'm not happy that Amy and Matt are getting divorced, but I kind of am because now the house is going to be up for sale, and I I want to buy the whole farm. You could. I know. Dreams um, do come true. Well, it's because you feel like you know these people. Yeah, you become attached. Well, I mean, that's, that's so, another part of our job. Right, and that's another thing that I want to get to. All right, so I want to get back to the psych test, though. Yes. Okay. So psych what I heard was that you guys give the psych test to them. Obviously, they have to pass. Yes. Right? Yes. But I heard barely. Barely. Sometimes. Depends. It Again, depends on the show. Yeah, I mean, it depends like, on the show. Like, real world world rules, I heard barely have to pass because the crazier these people are on that show the more that people are going to want to watch it and i think a lot has changed over the years you know i think that well one people are crazier but two i think that there are limitations as to you know if someone is going to hurt themselves um then that is an absolute no never going to happen right because that falls on you guys right or if they've hurt themselves in the past 
that is a negative, not going to happen. If there is any sort of like really like abuse and or insecurity from said abuse, also not going to happen because we don't want to exploit someone that is extremely vulnerable. I mean, you've had people already in in this. I mean, obviously there's been a lot of suicides. There's the woman who's the host of Love Island who just killed herself, right? right? Just killed herself a couple days ago, which is awful. But then like there's been murders. Um, what was that like? Flavor of uh, love. Yes, with the, put, oh, put yeah. his wife in like a suitcase. Yeah, in yeah, Vegas and or put something. her in the in the trash in the trash bin. Yeah, you like know something. what I mean? It's like, yeah. like there's these people are obviously on the verge of right. crazy. Right. So I mean, you so can't how do you predict dis- that? Yeah, but how are you like, if, like if you get back like the. I, I picture it being from 1920s where you guys have a long thing of paper and there's all these like squiggly lines on it. You're like, oh, they're just barely right. crazy enough. So well, we don't, yeah, we, we don't see any and of not, those. Well, I get to see, I get to see the results. So yes. on my end, I get to see the results of their test, but I don't ever get to see any of their information that they disclose to a licensed therapist because it's just like regular therapy. So the licensed therapist comes out and goes... They're not good. Maybe good. Yes. Oh, They are really? the ones that actually make the decisions. Yeah. So, and that also kind of helps us on the production side of things because we don't want to, like, we obviously want all of these people to be on the show. Like, right. uh, when we find someone, we want them. We They're our babies. Like, they, they're somebody that we're like, okay, this person could be amazing. Right. And we would, we obviously would not put them on if they had some sort of, like, psychotic breakdown. No. Right. But... A therapist comes in and they tell us. So does a each... background company comes in and says, "Hey, these people have done this. You cannot move forward with them because they have these charges." Does against it, them. Does, so for you, you run a bunch of different production companies, right? Or you're like you have a, a hub CEO for a bunch of, right? of yes, right, of all three. right? Of you all have three. all three media, right? <laughs> but so, do you guys have like a certain blanket psychiatrist yeah, that you we trust? Use the same, we use the same companies. Every company is um, there's like three total. Yes. Yeah. And we all in all of reality, not just all three media, God, but that would in be all such a reality. crazy cool job to right. have. Just being a psychiatrist to say yay or nay whether you're good enough for reality TV. Yeah, and they do like a full on. I mean, it's a giant test you that they a, take. Yeah, they do a psych interview first. on. They they actually have to be interviewed by a psychiatrist or a psychologist, and they they give the results to our legal team. I was going to say I mean, that's it comes thing. from legal. It comes from our legal it, department. Like I would never have any access to someone's. Private information. Right. Because of the Privacy Act. That's insane. Yeah. But so uh, it's just crazy because then it's like you see these people and literally the main thing that everybody says when they're watching reality TV is where the fuck do they find these people? Right? Yep. And then so you have – you do Top Chef and Big Brother. I did, yeah. Right. Yep. So Top Chef is obvious. You just go and find their – like the biggest culinary people in the world that have like some sort of good attitude. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. And that's what – chefs are – a lot of them are dicks and they don't really want to do this because a lot of them, I mean, I'm being very whatever, but the, the level of chef that we want on Top Chef um, are some are arrogant and yeah. they think that they don't want, the, you know, they're better than TV. So mm-hmm. it's getting that level of someone that is amazing at their craft and actually having a personality. That's the same thing like on Project Runway. You have to get like super talented designers, but also aren't the most boring people in the world, right. you know? And those are the shows that are, they're not difficult because those are big shows that like people want to be on. Um, but it's, it's hard to find someone that is super talented and mm-hmm. like have a personality. Right. I, I um, Especially as far as, with a craft like that. Yeah. Right. With a craft. Exactly. Do you know I submitted Bo? So Bo Clark is our a mutual friend of ours who's on Vanderpump. 
the most, I would say he's probably the most loved I, reality boyfriend on TV Seriously, right now, everyone's right? loving him. And they're we, so sweet on yeah, there. Yeah, and we love him just in real life, too. Yeah. You know, because he is that person. But he's that person, life. but he's always hated reality TV. Always. And now it's hilarious. It's but I submitted him for Big Brother. Shut Stop up, Stop really. it. Because he would win that he shit. He would have totally oh God, won it. Love him. I feel like you would have gone with him and had the ultimate bromance <laughs> as well. <laughs> they would have broken us what up was, real quick. Who were the two that were the best friends that were hilarious on Big Brother like seven seasons oh, ago? Oh, was it Boogie and yes, uh, Dr. Yes, uh, whatever yes, his name is? Yeah. Yes. No. Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman? No. <laughs> she was on that? Unbelievable. Yeah. She had a bromance with Dr. Quinn. <laughs> I love yeah, her. Yeah, but so I, I submitted him, and <laughs> I didn't tell him I submitted him. Uh, and all of a sudden, he sent me a text with, like, a picture of his uh, email that said, Hey, 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 Bo, this is the producers of Big Brother. We're so happy to have your submission. We'd love to set up an, inter- an on-phone interview with you and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, what the fuck? I'm like, dude, you will win. Yeah, you he will win. win. Because it's that kind of personality yeah. that goes on that show and, like, does really well. Exactly. Because you're kind of, like, outgoing, but you're kind of manipulative, but you're kind of, like, My hidden. husband in the other room would be the perfect reality show. Oh, yeah. yes, he would. Yeah. He would, and he hates like, the fact that he him, married he someone is. in casting. Yeah, yeah, he's a manipulator. Oh, he my God. charming. That's right. He could never do it, could he? He could, no, he he could never do it because he's married to me. He oh, hates it. That's like the. Wow. I think that was possibly a deal breaker in his mind. <laughs> he's like, oh, crap. <laughs> He would be so good at all those shows, so even like good. Survivor. He just, oh yeah, he would yeah. be like the middle. No offense, boss, yeah. but he would be like the middle of the pack. Yeah, yes. he would just kind of like lay yes. low for he a while. He would lay low. People would love him. He's unassuming. He, people would be really like happy just being his friend. Uh-huh. Absolutely. He would listen to every conversation that everybody's having, and then would come out with the fucking like athleticism and right. like start winning shit at the end. Well, in like trivia, he's like Rain Man when it comes to sports, when it comes to music, when it comes to any like fact he knows it's like he has some sort of photographic memory he's goodwill hunting so do when you guys are like, wow yeah wow that's a that's a big endorsement wow, i would never that's i know why you married him but that's what I'm no saying. one else would think that boz goodwill, goodwill hunting, hunting was working as a janitor at mit yeah. boz would do the same thing he would be like working not as a janitor most likely <laughs> maybe i don't maybe. know maybe probably not maybe he doesn't not like to that much. <laughs> yeah i haven't really seen him ever bend down to pick up anything <laughs> <laughs> but so so Big Brother is another example of like you have to find a really big balance of crazy entertaining and then also like because you see because you see these and gameplay that's and, really, and intelligence that's really that's like one of the biggest things when we interview these people is what's your what's your gameplay yeah, okay what's your so strategy so gonna be? when you also now here's another question I have Are you guys watching The Bachelor I didn't watch the last episode but I am I don't watch it okay. That's fair. Um, you're not like everybody else in America, but that's fair. <laughs> I mean, I honestly can, I could probably tell you a little bit about what's going on because I don't see have Victoria, things. there's this girl, Victoria F., that's on it, right? That's now. what I've recently heard about. Right. Now, <laughs> the, so she got in a lot of trouble because of this White Lives Matter yes. thing. You right. heard about that, yep. right? right? Yep. And then you heard about all, her fucking, like, Sorry, mom. My mom told me not to use the word fuck anymore, but I'm. Stop. I, I keep using the word fuck. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> I can't stop saying fuck. I can't yeah. stop saying fuck. Um, so but fun. she got in trouble for fucking like seven of her best friend's husbands. Yes. Right. Yeah. Yes. Right. Right. And that's the same one that went on a date with the the musician that was right. Isn't that the same person? What? That they. Oh yeah, were yeah. In with Chase concert. Rice. Chase yeah. Rice. Yes, yes, yes. Same thing with Chase Rice. She. But so what I'm. So you guys are the ones that do that research. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
right? Yes. That's who we are. Yeah, you they guys know. are the ones that do that research. Yeah, so, like, no. the White Lives Matter thing, <laughs> how, like... do you, how do you not find that? Or do they want that to be a thing so that it would be uh, publicized? I mean, that's hard to say. It's like, it depends. Because if we're doing that research... Because, like, we do a lot of social media checks now, especially. That's another in, big deep in background, dive. When yeah. you do background, there's a page that is called Social Media Check, and it goes through everything. Yeah, and there's other companies the as well. The background company does it. Yeah. How but far back do you guys go, though? Because, like... Ten years. There's people that have are in trouble now on Twitter and other reality TV yeah. shows. Oh, I mean, that was... And it was really hard, because I'd have to go back and be like, you know what? You need to go back and look at this post from ten years ago. And they're like, how do I get there? And I'm like, I had to figure it out on Facebook myself on how you can actually scroll back that far. Yeah. Um, and to remove it, you know, because it would either be something that someone would assume was racist or inappropriate or sexist. You know, there's so many lines that can be crossed now. What do you, I mean, how do you guys do all of this? And this is just one person that you're doing this for, right? Yeah, I mean, we have I a mean, lot of people. Everyone. Yeah, we have a lot no, of no, people. No, 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 I know, but like, like you're, so like, it's, so I guess another question I have, I have so many questions about this. <laughs> you guys might have to come back and do another episode because I have so many more. I mean, I'm going to get home tonight and be like, oh, oh fuck. Yeah. I wonder well, about totally. this too. We'll do it again. No yeah. big deal. Yeah. Like, how do you... Once like, a week. I know, right? So do you guys... Are you guys assigned... So you found Victoria F. on The Bachelor, right? Right. And you found, I don't know, uh, Hannah Ann or something, right? Okay. So do you, are you assigned to Victoria F.? And yes. then she's assigned to Hannah yes. Ann? Yes. Yeah. So there are people. Okay. Yeah. So you're not doing all of these people. You're not doing all 24 girls. No. Because no. there 24 casting people doing 24 girls? No. no. Say there's probably like four producers and... Each one has an associate. Yeah. So you each have six people? Like, yeah. At Damn. least. That's that's a tiny that's, show. That's Are that's you kidding? Small, that's a tiny cast you, that's we been need narrowed down from hundreds. hundreds of people. And we have to do that every time you go to like interview them to make Yeah, sure. but do you do social media yeah. like when it gets down to the 24? Like would, then would you do social media um, background shit? Oh, yeah. We shit? would do it first just, just in general. Just in general. Just take a look before we interview to check anything. But then once it gets down to probably the 50 or 48 or something that they bring out to finals, those are the ones that you do like hardcore back, background checks on. Oh my God. Yeah. So, and that's another thing too. I mean, we want to like, we wouldn't want to pitch somebody to network that one has been on a television show before okay. or has any th- sort of like seedy stuff in their background. Cause it just makes, it looks like, it makes, we look like thing. assholes. Right. You know, like right. we're not going to pitch somebody that's not going to be able to be on the show. It's going to waste the network's time. So Yeah. We do a lot of deep dives. Again, like I said, we could literally work for the FBI. Well, that's what it is, guys. If you, anybody listening to this podcast, if you ever need anything found out about an ex or anything us. else, exactly. you call don't us. call a private investigator. No. Don't spend call your money on that. Call a casting person. Find no. a casting person or anybody that you know in casting and be like, I need to know shit on this person. Yeah, Tell me absolutely. everything. Yeah. Yeah, that's like, I mean, Meg, every guy, every guy I dated prior to marrying uh-huh. Boz, even Boz, we had to do deep dives on, you know, I mean, like, we, we do a deep dive. That's insane. For I our love friends, it. it's amazing. Um, all right, I'm trying to figure, find out, oh, Chrisley knows best. Yeah. There's a lot of shit going on with them. That's a lot, there's a lot of stuff going on. Did you know, did, did, is this stuff that, like, you guys have to keep under wraps and yes. stuff? Like. Yeah, because, I can't really talk about that stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was trying to find something that you guys couldn't talk yeah, about. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I I can't really talk about it because I don't necessarily know all the details either, but it's also, you know, a legal issue, right. which I would never jeopardize my job. Are you still involved in that show? Um, yes, um, our company is still involved with that show. Okay. So, yeah, so you legally can't talk about correct. it anymore. Oh, I wanted to know stuff. All right, People's Couch. Mm-hmm. 
which is awesome, but which basically is like me yes. in this podcast. Yeah. It is. It is like you. Right? You would have been great on that show. You would have been fantastic on that show. I was, I'll still do that fucking show. It's not, it's it's not here anymore. anymore. That was such a great show. I Why know, did they cancel it? I know. It's so lame. I mean, it's such a, it was so fun to watch. It was a fun show. And we, I mean, honestly, the first season was fantastic. The casting was amazing on that. I did not get to work on that show in the beginning. And then the second season when we had to like replace some people, uh-huh. I was on it. Um, and it's really hard to find someone like yourself that's engaging and good looking oh, and stop. relatable so sexy. and just so Alexis also has had single. a hard seltzer before we started yeah, doing this by the way <laughs> also, just so you also know. single she's, she's shampooed affected from last night <laughs> when Absolutely. she went out Ugh, the shots um, but yeah no so it's finding someone that is going to be engaging and people are going to want to watch and that's really hard because you it's I mean as you know like People are idiots. It's so fun to like think about where somebody comes from. Like I'm watching America. I watch. I haven't watched American Idol in a long time. Oh yeah, right. Isn't it coming back soon? It, it came is. back last night. Yeah. Oh, it did. Yeah. Oh, and wasn't it like watch. somebody that was like a garbage man? There was a garbage man. I heard about that. And then there was a guy from Nepal who yes. just moved to Wichita yes. like five years yes. ago. Yeah. Unbelievable. And uh, to like the guy, what I was going to bring up is a guy from Wichita because he's so good, and he went to the open calls out there. You know, and I know that's a real thing. Yeah. But isn't a lot of that stuff now too? Like, send in your tape, and people go out and find like YouTube people that yes. like are yes. unnoticed. Yeah. 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 Um, that's yeah, a way a of casting. These, a lot of these big shows are like pre-booked. Mm-hmm. Um, on, America's Got Talent. Yeah, a lot of big shows. Big Brother, we do our pre-books, um, and then it's open call. Is Big Brother more of like a reference? How do you pre-book Big Brother? Uh, people that have applied. Or we can we find people we go and look for hot people oh. and we're like hey do you want to do this show and then we'll be like we're gonna be in Missouri come out and so you don't have to wait in a line of five hundred people we're gonna pre-book you and have you come in at nine oh five oh gotcha 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 yeah and that's like the better way to do it than wait in a line for all day long yeah well I mean you can't do that though right you can't like purposely like if there's I mean, a girl you... listening to this in uh, in Wisconsin right now she can't be like I hope Meg pre-books me. <laughs> No, I mean that's why we still have open calls. You know, I mean there's still the opportunity to. But are get you backed? Are you backlogged a lot and like people that you like that weren't put on certain shows, or do you just drop them after they don't make it to the show that you had them for? Oh no, we have I know, files I know, like files. That's and what I'm files saying. That we keep. keep. Yeah, well, that's I because I know Survivor and Amazing Race. Like if you, I've I've known people before who have gone in for Amazing Race as a couple, mm-hmm. and they've been like they've gotten really far. They've gotten to the double tree. Right. And then they've been like, you're great. You're not so much. Would you do Survivor? Do you know what I mean? Because it's the same kind of like CBS is. is And if we love someone, obviously we like we'll keep it in our files saying they might not be a perfect fit for this show, but they'd be great for something else. Yeah. And that's always just a really good opportunity for people too. when someone comes into audition for a show. It may not be the right fit for them at that moment and they might not make it. Right. But they could be on something in the future that we already are thinking about in the back of our mind. I have another question. Yeah. And it's going to go back to The Bachelor again. Sure. Um, because now we're seeing uh, – uh, okay. So while we were all growing up, I'm way older than you guys. but you Not know, way. I'm pretty good older than y'all. But like reality TV was kind of up and coming then. Right. Right? It wasn't as big of a thing as it was – as it is now. And there's so many different shows and so many platforms. Yeah. But a lot of the kids that are like home kids, um, a lot of the people that are on reality TV shows are now between like 23 and 30. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. 
that's like your basic age range that you guys go for, right? Uh, depends on the show. Right, yeah. but, really most, depends, but most shows. Mostly. 21. For a bachelor, yes. Yeah. Right. A dating show, absolutely. A dating show, it's younger. It skews younger. Do you see or acknowledge when this is happening, when people are coming in because they know they want to be on TV? Absolutely. 100%. Because that's, it seems like people were doing it, I mean, obviously they were doing it to be on TV, but like, like The Bachelor now, these girls are 24 years old. They were raised watching The Bachelor. Yeah. They're not going on it to marry Peter Weber. No. They're going on it to be famous. Right. 90% of them. Yes. Right. And this is where the Victoria F thing is happening because I feel like she's like realizing that, oh shit, he might pick me. Yeah. And she didn't want to be picked. Exactly. Right. She just wanted to go on and get famous. Yep. So now she's like, "Uh, I have to start acting like a bitch so that he'll dump me because if I just leave, he's going to, America's going to hate me. Right. Meanwhile, she didn't know that America's going to hate her anyway. You know what I mean? That's all, that's part of this whole thing though. That's the same, it's the same situation with they want to become famous. They want this, this world to love them. Right. And then at the same time, the ones that people end up loving so much are the ones that they hate. Do you guys feel like you're a little jaded with people after doing this job? Like, do you look at people and kind of see them and be like, I don't like you, you kind of like produce them a little bit. Do you know what I mean? I think that, I mean, I think, yeah, I think that, well, I think that we're really good judges of character. Yeah. I think that we can like spot someone in a crowd and say that person is fake. I think we're really good at identifying people that are phony. Yeah. Um, I don't think that we're very gullible. I think we are. I I wouldn't say I'm not jaded. I don't, yeah, I don't think what jaded. I'm saying. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying by jaded is like, do you even like have faith in humankind anymore? Can you just meet people and like accept them as people, or do you always be like, let me see what they really are? Do you know? <sighs> Especially in this. I feel like I was always like that. Yeah, though. right. I feel like from the beginning of time since I was born, I was. And like, I think that's why we like really this and are good at this are? because we genuinely that's like who we yeah. are. Is wanting to figure out what's really going on. We're in these extremely inquisitive, mind. and we want to know the makeup of a human being. Do you guys? We're going to sign off now because, believe it or not, we've talked for almost an hour. Wow, that went quick, <laughs> right? I'm sad. Um, That's so fun. I, it is right. It's, it's a so fun thing. Fun. I, I'm going to have you guys back a bunch though because I've, I'm, like I said, I'm going to get home and have a shit ton of questions. Yeah, sure. That's fine. Um, I'll be like, why did I ask that? Right. Um, okay. But uh, do you have any advice for anybody listening? That might want to get into reality TV. Like working in reality or both. Being, being on reality? Both. Both. I think like, working, I'll take the working on. Sure. Like I think that if you want to work in reality TV, you really need to sell your skills as basically a stalker. I mean, that you will go above and beyond to find the perfect person. And then you will not, basically, we are relentless. I mean, you have to be relentless. You have to go in and you have to meet with the person. You have to follow up with several emails to get acknowledged. Like, look at this follow through, you know? I mean, right. that's somebody that we want to be picking up the phone and calling and finding people, you know, and basically beating the streets. What if I wanted to be a, in your position and I actually just stalked you and found out everything about you <laughs> and then sent everything about you to you? I and mean, been like, I mean, then is... I'd have to take you down. <laughs> My own stalking abilities and my own background checks and like, my look, own psych tests. Look what I can do exactly. if I yeah. did it to you. And all of a sudden, Rob disappeared. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Flavor of love. What about you, Meg? What if somebody wants to just be a reality TV star? I mean, I, right now at this time of our life, like social media presence is like huge. Yeah. Um, I, we are now finding a lot of people on Instagram. Um, and that was something that it was a way that we didn't have to do that. Uh, 
five years ago, three years ago. But how do you do? I understand, like, if you're just somebody who's like normal and not showing their butt every day on. I mean, from you know, from I don't know, New Jersey. Sure. How how are a they? Lot of, like, hashtags. Hashtags. Like, we go through their followers. We go through their the people they're following. What do you mean hashtags? Like I'm on Super Danny right now, so. Um, we're looking for, I was Hashtag looking for lesbian fail. moms and gay dads and stuff like that. You're looking for what? So, like gay dads, gay families and everything. And, and what so, moms? Lesbian. Oh, lesbian, lesbian moms. moms. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And, you know, we look up like hashtag like gay parents, hashtag whatever, whatever. And these are just people that are in like bumfuck whatever, just hanging out and proud of their family. And then. And they we, hashtag. Hashtagging okay. is the wave of the future. And then like a lot of times if people tag their location yeah um we can go look at the location that they were at and then go see who else has checked into that location we've tracked their every move and, oh my god and go see like oh like at a bar who like tags themselves at this bar so you yeah. kind of if you want to all right so basically what meg's saying um listeners that is that if you want to be on reality tv start leaving breadcrumbs absolutely yes. lots and lots of breadcrumbs for us to find you yeah, yeah. We don't will. don't we you don't have will. to go uh, directly to him because if you try and call and get like ask, ask for Alexis at all three media first of all she owns a business <laughs> you're probably not going to get through all the phone levels that she has to go through all of her assistants exactly and I know I feel like should I be bleeping out all three media no <laughs> <laughs> I don't think the, I don't think your boss is going to be listening to this podcast I mean, he's really into reality TV he might be listening I you know what's know. funny I didn't think people were listening to the Lance Bass one and then it was on Good Morning America I know and I was not, like uh, let's Shit. Let's preemptively decide that this is not going to go on to Good Morning America. No, let's say. But also, we are joking. Alexis is very does not own all three media no, or think that no, she does. And I love working there and yes. want to continue to be employed. Yes. Um, but don't call either one of them and say, "I want to be on reality TV." Just start slow. Would you can actually make your own future of what reality TV you want to be on by leaving yes. hashtags and or breadcrumbs. Yeah, like Amazing Race. If they are like super travel enthusiasts or they want want to go to all these different places and they do maybe or they dream of it they'll tag those locations they'll tag you know travel they'll tag all of the things that we would be looking for um you know it's my ultimate dream to do amazing race i made a submission video with ike pion him and i made a submission video and we like sent it in and everything we had a whole story it. really yeah i would die to do amazing race die that's like the yeah. that's the, like the ultimate number one show that i get like people from back at home yeah will be like meg what about amazing race right yeah because race. well because everybody wants to travel the world exactly. for free and right. do that shit well, and like, it's, it's also non-threatening right you know, yeah, you're, you're not, not you're like, not going to be labeled as crazy. anything crazy. Not crazy. You're or not you can go crazy. You can. Yeah. yeah. But you're not going to be hooking up with somebody in a bedroom That's necessarily. Not the That's also, the it's the, the only show. show that wouldn't like ruin my career. I wouldn't be that right. guy from Amazing Race. Exactly. Right. I would be that guy from Big Brother. I'd be that guy yes. from Survivor. Yes. But I wouldn't be that guy yes. from Amazing Race. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's the way you guys do it. Uh, I, girls, I can't thank you enough for doing this for me. It was very educational for me i loved every second of it i'm going to have you back let's do it to ask more questions and if you guys think of anything you're like oh rob would probably like that text yeah, we me and we'll do that. it we'll we do it even, again we had no expectations coming in so now no, we know. i had no expectations coming in this <laughs> fabulous except that i just knew that i was this is zero expectations here <laughs> now i know what bts means and now i mean right exactly the korean band <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, guys, remember, if you enjoy this show, please subscribe. We are available on your favorite directories such as iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can find us at Believe.com and at Believe Podcast, B-L-E-A-V Podcast. Please rate the show on iTunes and follow me at Forever's Evers, F-O-R-E-V-E-R-S-E-V-O-R-S. Do you guys want to throw your hash to your uh, Instagrams out there or anything? Yeah, anybody Meglax8 to... is my s- Instagram, at... M-E-G-L-A-X and the number 8 for and my Instagram. Mine yep. is Alexis Jones Boswell, the longest <laughs> name ever. Name ever. A-L-E-X-I-S-J-O-N-E-S-B-O-S-W-E-L-L. There you go. Guys, thank you so, so much again. I really appreciate it. This was awesome. And uh, I'll see you guys soon. And guys, remember, Reality TV, it's realer than real. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.